Hey guys, my name is Chris Ma, and we are back with another episode. I'm here with my co-hosts, Juliana and Tenny, and our topic for today is, what is environmental racism? So yeah, Tenny, what do you think environmental racism is to you? Um, so I want to start off with the actual definition. Oh, so okay. environmental racism describes environmental injustice that occurs mm. within a racialized context. So for example, to me, environmental racism could be for example, where I live, I yeah. live in an area um, in like central London, and the difference That's between cool. environments is very clear. For example, yeah, in my area, Tower Bridge, the air is you know quite clear, like quite clean. You can take a deep breath. You can drink tap water. Yeah, you know, there's not a lot of mess around, and also the the prices for rent are very high, and there's also a lower level of black and minority groups. But in an area, maybe not so far away, like in Camberwell, my friends hey, always tell me that they can never... <laughs> oh, yeah, you live in Camberwell. I live there. <laughs> I'm so sorry, love. But yeah, like they tell me that they cannot drink tap water. Like they don't understand how I can drink Mercy. tap water. Because their tap water is so disgusting. I was like, really? Who said it? Really? I'm, I can't, obviously, I'm not going to say names, you know, <laughs> protocol. But yeah, like they just, they don't understand how I can drink tap water because it's so, like, I'm yeah, just how you are drinking tap water because guys, when you come I to my house, I, my friend, this friend, same friend from Camberwell, she came to my house and drank tap water. She was like, "Oh, you know, it's actually not, yours is not actually bad." And That's like, so okay. weird. It's so weird yeah, how then, it affects different communities, and even within yeah. the same community, it's different because I also live in Camberwell, but the area of Camberwell that I live in, it has a lot of white people. So I don't live in main Camberwell, but. Where I live, there's quite a lot of white people, and I can drink my tap water. Just personally, I don't like drinking tap water. Um, <laughs> but I realize that even like down the road, you can see that there's a big difference with the mm-hmm. environment. Like one part of Peckham, for example, is different to another part. So yeah. it's just interesting, really. Oh, I get, I get what you mean. Because where I live, I stay in Deptford. So Canada water is quite close to Deptford, but Canada yeah. water is like the way it's <laughs> Canada water you can is, is so poor you can drink. I think you can yeah, you can really drink the tap water there because my uncle lives sure in the water. As you can drink the sea. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like when I go to his house I can drink tap water without second guessing. But when I go to my house, drinking tap water is a myth. Like, I'll never touch it. Even bathing with it is a myth. So. Wow. Yeah. So water to bath. There is a difference, like a vast difference. Even though we're so yeah. close to each other, there is a big difference. Yeah. Even rubbish on the road and stuff like that mm. compared to Canada water, which is just even 10 minutes down the road. Yeah. You can clearly yeah. see the I difference. Yeah. Also, like this whole um difference between areas, we actually... Julian and I went to like Peckham recently, yeah, mm-hmm. um, as part of our like environmental project, and we were just looking at the difference between like main Peckham, for example, and then like Nunhead, and literally a ten minute walk, but the difference is so clear in terms so of pollution, rubbish, traffic, oh. like air quality, like the difference is ridiculous. Yeah, and you would think that you're in a completely different area, like a completely different zone, but then you realize like no, the only difference that you can see apart from you know the environmental factors is actually who lives there yeah like the um there's some areas in Peckham that are just like derelict left behind but there's other areas in like Nunhead which are thriving and it's just what? quite quite weird I think before I know about environmental racism I wouldn't have known that was the reason 
I would mm. be just think that, oh, you know, the government's just giving more money to this area or that mm, area. Exactly. But yeah. we can see that it's actually, like, a strategic thing. And yeah. it's also based on people yeah. that actually live there. Yeah. So, yeah, it is quite an interesting and quite sad as well, actually. I had a quick question, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you first um, heard about environmental racism, what did you guys think it actually meant? I was like, these people are racist. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, why are they doing this to us, man? Do you get what I mean? As I yeah. said earlier in the first episode, that we're victims. That we're, we can yeah. we can all, you know, share some sort of you know experience yeah. that we've yeah. Or had. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Think, <laughs> that's, that's... Um, another area of environmental racism. So remember, the reason I know so like so much about, or the reason it sparked my interest, is because in our environmental classes, each like group was given like every week. Yeah, like two people have to present a topic, and then yeah. environmental racism was actually my topic. So, if I didn't have that topic, I'm sure I wouldn't be talking now because I wouldn't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. So, um, another another type of environmental racism is found when Western countries use the resources from African countries, or like maybe not African countries, but third world countries, yeah. and rather use them to better their country, and then they leave third world country bleeding. You know, as yeah. you know, the the recent yeah. hashtag Congo is bleeding how you know little kids are being used to like dig to make yeah, our items yeah. and like it's so crazy so that's also another yeah. element of environmental racism yeah because mm-hmm. there's a lot of exploitation that happens and yeah. it's so weird because it's really close to home even if it's not like temi just said congo none of us here are from congo but it's close to home because even in a minor scale we can see within our societies when mm, yeah. um laws and regulations are put in place targeting communities of color like it's so it's yeah it's not it's not nice yeah it was just eye-opening i feel like this topic is very eye-opening to you you know it shows you what's going on in the world and it makes you want to do more for your community as well definitely and i think that's the reason we actually started the podcast yeah yeah because i think when we were when we were researching we saw like you know there are actually charities but yeah these charities can only work if people know about it. And even yeah. ourselves, as young black women, we didn't know about it until taking this course and until picking this subject. Yeah. So, yeah, the podcast is always just raise awareness. So if you're listening, you're interested, you think your friend would also be interested, then, yeah, just send it around. And hopefully we can all make a change in our environment. Yep. All right, girl. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode. So we'll be back again. And I hope to see you there. Bye.